What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Goals to Growth podcast. I'm your girl, Kia. I am one of your co-hosts, and I'm a life coach at The Source Academy. My name is JG. I am the owner and founder of Films to Reels, video production and digital marketing. And today, we're going to be talking about relationships in business. Yes. Very essential topic. All right, y'all? Yeah. So we're going to get right into it. Um, as you know, forming relationships as a business owner, how do you do it? I know networking is like number one. A lot. I've, everyone's heard the term, like your network is your net worth. Yep. Yeah. So yep. how true is that? Um, what are some ways that you network as a business owner? So for me, I found like a really good avenue to take, especially starting out, is to join your local chamber of commerce. Okay, what's yeah. what's a chamber of commerce? So essentially, it's a organization that is designed to help um, boost um, entrepreneurship and business um, connections in the community. And um, they typically set up as like nonprofits, but okay. they allow different business owners to come together. They throw events. Um, they have speakers come in and provide value. Um, essentially, the structure is you pay like typically a yearly fee somewhere between two to four hundred dollars somewhere in there one time you got access for the whole year okay. to different events and stuff and um the ability to network with other business owners and find opportunities all right that's really insightful yeah. so for y'all listening and that are in central florida what are some chamber of commerces that you've joined and tell me about like tell, yeah. tell us about your experiences with for that. sure um so one i've joined is the african-american chamber of commerce uh the one here is AACCCF, um, and I found that it's been really beneficial for me to connect with, you know, personally, like business owners that look like me, right? Um, so that's been that's been really really helpful along my journey. Um, I also joined the Spanish Chamber of Commerce. Um, you don't necessarily so that's on the note. You don't have to um, be you know necessarily Spanish to join the Spanish Chamber. You don't have to be black or african-american and join the african-american chamber uh, you can join different different groups um so i got a lot of business from the spanish chamber did some promotional videos um met some other marketing agencies that i was able to collaborate with so um and something cool about the spanish chamber actually how me and kia initially met um through networking relationships yeah um we have a leads group um and that that was initially um through the spanish chamber it's actually a part of the uh, African-American chamber now, but it started with the um, Spanish chamber. You want to tell them a little bit about our uh, leads group? Yeah, so we are in, it was Seminole County, now we're the elite leads yep. group. Um, elite so, Connections. Elite Connections lead <laughs> elite group. Elite Connections, yes. I Don't get us. Right? You know it, we promise. <laughs> so that's like another networking group, um, and pretty much we all come together once a week, and we just talk about different things happening in our industry, and we... Um, we collaborate, we give each other referrals. The whole yeah. point of it is really giving each other leads and we're all coming together to make money because yeah. that's why we're all in this business anyway, you know? And something that I really got good at at the leads group is my um, my elevator pitch. So like every week we have to do a, um, a elevator pitch in the beginning where we talk about our um, our business and the value that we bring um, to the marketplace. So my, I'll give you mine real quick since we're <laughs> so we on the subject. Um, uh, my name is JG with Films to Reels. We help businesses to create high quality content that drives meaningful and measurable results. 
That's my elevator pitch. Boom. Key. Clean and simple. Elevator my name pitch. is Kia. I'm a life coach at the Source Academy. Boom. We help people grow and develop in their career and in their personal lives by helping them recreate their life script. Yes. Okay. Boom. You got to have. <laughs> see, the only reason we tight like that, we out here saying it every week. So Yes. That's like a major key is when you say it repeatedly... You hear it, and then you're like, ooh, yeah. I want to say that next week. Then you start to I believe need to take it. that out. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It. It's real. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's not a lie. But yeah, so make sure you're saying your elevator pitch uh, somewhere, even if it's in a mirror. Yeah. Practice your elevator pitch. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be in a mirror. You could just be sitting on your couch and just saying that's it out loud. That's true. Could say Cause... Make sure nobody's around. You might look crazy, but <laughs> say your elevator pitch. Um, but yeah, no, it's, a different, it's different groups and networking in Orlando. Um, there are also... In addition to like a chamber of commerce setting, there are also like independent uh, business owners who have made their business models around creating um, networking groups, especially here in Orlando where we are. Okay. Um, two that I've interacted with a lot are one, the Art Network, um, where Dwayne Kent runs that, and um, also Young Sharks. Young Sharks are a really dope um, organization as well. They have networking events pretty regularly in Orlando. Okay, so what like the ARF network and Young Sharks? Mm-hmm. What what does that look like yeah. at their events or like? So yeah. my first experience. So it's it's interesting enough. I actually met Dwayne, who runs um, the Art Network, at a Young Sharks event. Okay. Um, okay. And I started going to Young Sharks event because my roommate was working with Carlos, who runs Young Sharks, um, as a digital marketer. So, okay. So uh, he was digital marketing for my roommate at the time, and he invited me out to an event. So that's that's. Relationships, everything's relationships. Uh-huh. So I go to the Young Sharks event. I meet Dwayne. I got good energy, like off off rip. I think I was talking to somebody actually, and they weren't actually like listening to me when I was oh, talking. Oh, so you could tell they were and not. They were listening. trying to, yeah, you know, you can were tell. Were their eyes sometimes. like starting? Did they have a blank stare? They were looking. It was like one of these, and they were like, and you know, and Dwayne stepped in, and um, he was like, "Yo, excuse me, no, he he's talking. Like, go ahead, finish." I was like, "Oh wow." That's where we at. And now I go right back into it. Like it was all, it was a lot, but I was like, okay, say less. I like that. So I talked to him. He told me, you know, kind of what he did with the young sharks and we connected. Um, but going to Dwayne's event and um he had what was called a black tie gala. Okay. He's actually about to have another one. So um I don't know when we're gonna publish this yet exactly. So it might have been passed by the time you see this, but be at the next one, <laughs> whatever that is. But um I went to the black tie gala. And I've just never seen so much black excellence in mm. one place. Like I was, like I walk in, and it's like people doing all types of stuff. You got people that detail cars, people that do real estate, um, people that own like, um, like medical companies. It's like just a lot of like different, different avenues of, of entrepreneurship. People that have publications, like a, like a, um, a newspaper or somebody that had a, owned a magazine. Okay. And um, everybody was just in there, like we like black tie. I got a tuxedo on. Like, and you don't know who does what. You just see everybody dressed nice. You're like, hey, what's good? What you do? <laughs> you had this conversation. I got a lot of game from some people there, too. But, um, yeah, they're about to have another black tie gala. So, uh, that's going to be fun. I'm excited about that. Um, and yeah, Art Network, Young Sharks, two super dope um, okay. platforms. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, where did, like, networking in those groups, like, where did that kind of lead you next? Or... Um... Yeah. How did those groups like push you forward? Those relationships in those groups. It really got me out of my shell. Mm. Cause I would say like I have a lot of personality and and um and like you know energy or whatever toward toward business just life as a whole. But it's like sometimes it can be difficult to just walk up to somebody and 
and I guess share like you're trying to express your value in such yeah. a short amount of time without doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like you have this view, you understand your services and the value you offer and what you can do and it makes you excited. Yeah. So where you wanna just uh tell everybody throw it on somebody. Yeah. Like, I can do this, I can do that. I, and like it would help you and then this and that and they're like, whoa, whoa, I don't know your name yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? So and and but in those environments is it's easier because you know that that's what everybody's there for. Yeah. It's like you came here and paid money for this. So it's like, oh, I can walk up to the people. I'm not at Walmart. Yeah. They don't have some other <laughs> prior engagement. Like I'm not, you know, getting them out of their ordinary routine. So at a networking event, it's okay to network. So yeah. that's what I feel like I really gained from that. Like I came out of those events knowing how to walk up to somebody and comfortably introduce myself. And like even even from a sales perspective, like this is some this is something that I, I take into my conversations. I'm never gonna walk up to somebody and offer them a service off rip because I don't know what they need or yeah. if they need anything. Like there are some people I talk to, I my mom like, you don't need me. Yeah. So my goal is to provide value to them, can just simply connect with them. Let's just be connected. Because they might have somebody else that they know that may need me. Yeah, but they got good energy from me. That's like, oh, I met that guy. He seemed cool, and I didn't feel like he wanted anything from me. I'm gonna keep him in mind. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like that makes people more comfortable. Cause I know for me, I would be turned off if someone just offers me a service that I never asked for. Yes, that's you know? weird. It is super weird. It's like, okay, you just want my money. That's exactly. how that kind of makes me feel. So yeah, you can even think about it like a like a uh, like a like a girlfriend boyfriend type relationship. Like, say you see somebody you like, and you're like, yeah. um... I bought the ring. It's here. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> let's go on a date or something. Like, I might not even really want to give you my number. Like, you gotta, it's it's slow. It's slow. Don't, don't, don't show all your cards. Yeah. Keep I the like ring it. in your back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so we're talking a lot about relationships and business. We've mm -hmm. talked a lot about your Film to Reels, yep. digital marketing company, yep. successful digital marketing company. Hey, we on the way, improving um, every day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, you do some other stuff. I think I we do. should talk about what else you dabble in. I shouldn't say dabble. That's a huge mm -hmm. understatement. Oh. Um, so talk to us about... She about gassing <laughs> me today. <laughs> so what else do you do, JG? Yeah, I make, I make breakfast. You make breakfast. In the morning. All right. What do you like? No, to but make? what you're probably <laughs> wanting to know more about is <laughs> so I also do music production. Um, I have a music production business. That was the first business I started. Um, What's the name of it? Faders to Records. Okay. Um, Films to Reels is a spinoff of Faders to Records. So Faders to Records came first. Films to Reels is a playoff the syllables and the structure and even some of the branding, the logo is actually pretty similar to Faders to Records as well. So they're all one. They're both my babies. Um, <laughs> But they're definitely, like, the music industry. Yeah. You know, they say, like, in business, networking is key. The music industry and just the creative industry as a whole, like, it's all about relationships. Like, the types of things that can happen just off of you being in the right place at the right time. Like, for example, like, one situation, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give you the kind of the story on how this ultimately lets me working with uh, Seven Street. Okay. Who's like a big writer in the industry. She wrote for Ariana Grande. She wrote for Chris Brown. Um, a lot of situations. Um, but she's super dope. Um, but it started off of being in the right place at the right time. 
So I was, this is when I was at Full Sail. I want to say probably like maybe 2018. Okay. And um, AO the producer, big producer, uh, produced for Bryson Tiller, produced for Cardi B, um, Megan Thee Stallion. Um, that's some super big stuff. He works with Hitmaker, who's a big um, producer, also signed with um, Artist Publishing Group. Um, anyway, um, he did a challenge. AO did a challenge. Okay. Um, where basically you had to yell his beat tag. Um, for those who don't know what a beat tag is, it's like the little um, identifier that's in the beginning of a beat. Where it's like, but here's this. It says, "Hold up." Hold up. Yeah. Um, Hold so up. It's, yep. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little deep. <laughs> but um, basically, you had to yell that in a Chipotle. Okay. And when he posted, like the moment when I looked at the post, it was like two minutes um, before when it had been posted. And I'm sitting in the Chipotle reading the post. Wow. I'm like, yep. Okay. And I'm the type of person I'm not just gonna yell in a random store. Like I got home training, so I went to the uh, I went to the manager and I asked. I was like, "Yo, you mind if I yell something in here?" She was like, "Uh, what are you gonna say?" I was like, "Hold up, was like I don't care, whatever." <laughs> so I did it, and um, uh, yeah, I ended up like after a few people, you know, did the challenge. I waited for a while, and um, then he hit me. He was like, "Yo, you won. You're the first one to do it." I was like, "Yo, that's crazy." Wow. Um, he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um." Uh, well, send me your address. He's like, send me your address. So I send him. He's like, oh, you local? I just pull up on you. Um, so after a while, um, kind of, we both kind of got busy and weren't able to connect like right away. And eventually, he was like, yo, matter of fact, I'm gonna tell you pull up to my studio. Okay. So I got to pull up to the studio and we was um, chilling. I told him a little bit about myself, played him some beats, and um, he actually was working with an artist at the time. Uh, this artist named uh, Summer Corey, super talented singer, um, and we were working on um her project he he first gave me one song he was like i want to kind of see um how you do you know he just made me off really off the street in a way yeah um you know i was going to full sale and studying engineering because i want to kind of test you out so i did the one song and he liked it he's impressed with it so ended up mixing um the whole project um so that was dope that's how i kind of built that initial relationship with al and he kind of had me work with some of his other artists he was working with okay. um one named um mo Mo's a pretty um, notable rapper out here in Orlando, coming up, um, doing really well. Actually just dropped a video, pretty dope video. Um, what was the name of the video? Rumble. He dropped Rumble. Rumble? Yeah, super, super dope. Um, but anyway, I started working with Mo, and we built a relationship. I did some stuff with him, even when I was doing like editing a voiceover for like a um, Aaron Gordon commercial. like. Okay. And he's a basketball player, for those NBA of you who don't player. know. Yeah, NBA player. I just learned that too. Back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, a lot of different opportunities coming from just being in the right place at the right time. And not just being in the right place, but like I started engineering when I was in middle school. Like okay. learning how to produce and different stuff and like really working on my craft to then. So it's like once you do end up in the right place, like I already have put in the time and the training to yeah. perform in that environment that you get put you in. You have the talent yeah. to do it, to yeah. carry, yeah. Yeah, because like you don't want to get put in the right place and then you can't yeah. deliver. You completely flop. You flop. <laughs> it's hard to come back from a flop. Like yeah. if you flop and mess up on a big stage, like it's hard to come back from that. So yeah, I'll say just make sure you're ready when you do get in those uh, situations. But then after a while, um, uh, me and Mo kept that relationship and um, he knew Seven for a while. Um, so she needed an engineer. She came to Orlando and yeah, he, he connected me with her and we, uh, we worked seven is like one of the most down to earth, like 
genuine, super talented people I ever met in my life. Yeah, she's like, like cool as hell in real life. So cool yeah. in real life. In real life. Heavy. Yeah. Because I worry with people in other people in the industry that's like super big and not that talented, but really? be cocky. Oh, so, but they're cocky. Oh. Yeah. 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 It'd, be a, it'd be a balance. It'd be a balance. So would you say... So actually, did you, Summer, and A.B.? A.O. A.O. Yeah. Did you guys all go to Full Sail or... No. No, Ayo, Ayo's like super established. Like he's older. He's probably like thirty something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's, right. old. he's established in the industry. Um, Corey was. She went to summer. Corey. She went to UCF, and I think he connected with her off Instagram. She was okay. popping on Instagram. Like she, she, she would do covers, and it would do like numbers, like sixty k, ninety k. Like, wow. yeah, her covers was going crazy. So I think he found her through that, and then they started working, and I got connected from the from the challenge. Okay, mm -hmm. I see, I see. So, how have those relationships turned out, like in the long run? So, like, are you still cool with them? You still working with them? Do y'all yeah. see each other? No, yeah, we we definitely cool. Like, I actually recently went out to um, I wouldn't say recently, it's a little minute ago, but okay. Mo had an album release party with a project that he did with um, uh, himself and Zaytoven. So he did oh, a collaborative okay. um, album, Zaytoven, based in um, Atlanta. Um, but yeah, that was dope, and it was at the uh, at that event, so we got to connect there. Um, Corey, yeah, we see each other every now and then. She uh, she actually graduated UCF, still does music here and there. Yeah. But um, uh, she is a teacher. So she, oh she, wow. Like, she's teaching now. Yeah. Okay. But still, still, still doing some new stuff. Still writing. Um, and yeah, me and Mo recently just connected with the um, with the seven situation. So yeah, we okay. we all we all stay connected. So, okay. So I think it's definitely important to stay connected with these people that you meet along your journey. I yeah. know you mentioned that you, you went to LA at some point to, to, for some music video. Or... Yeah, I did, I did a music video. You know, funny enough, uh, one of the other artists that I was working with, um, named, uh, Sim. Yeah. Um, he connected me with her and, um, I was actually out there supporting her for one of her um, music video shoots. Yeah. So that was that was that was true AO too. Okay. That was a that was a, that was a fun time. Um, me and my boy Stevie and my friend Lingo, we all went out to LA together. Um, so that was a fun time. Yeah. Real fun time. And yeah. so, like, I you say you worked with Seven Streeter. Mm -hmm. Is there any like other like big names that you formed relationships with or worked with? Yeah. Um, another one I worked with Wakel Osiris. Okay. Yeah. How I got to work with him was actually like. Super random, like it goes back. We gotta go back. Yeah. So, um, me at Full Sail. So like we going back kind of far, but I was at Full Sail as a student, right? Um, cause I just wanna, I wanna give you guys a full picture of like how like you don't know what relationship is gonna, you know, kind of drive you to whatever situation. But anyway, I'm at Full Sail. I'm going to open mics every week because okay. I want to build like clientele for like my recording. This is when I was really like heavy, um, still recording. So I'm going to the open mics and I met this guy named Landy. Okay. All right, so you got to remember names. Landy. Landy. Landy's my boy. Landy's super talented. I met right. Landy. We got Landy. I saw him perform. So I was like, yo, I want to work with you. So I walked up to him. I was like, yo, I'm an engineer. I'm new to the city. I would love to work with you. Da, da, da. So we get together. I do like a recording session and mix. He likes it. We locked in. Okay. And he actually connected me with a lot of other artists that okay. I'm working with, working with him. Um, so now, Land, I, fast forward. Okay. <laughs> I start working at Jica Creative, which is a recording studio. Okay. This is where I started working right after um, I graduated from uh, Full Sail. But um, 
was working at Jica. I was doing a session with Landy. So we okay. still connected from when I was recording from my house to where I was working at the studio. Me and Landy stayed tapped in. So um, he was on live during the session. And this other producer named Stevie um, was on the live. He was like, yo, who was that? That, that sounds good. And Landy's like, yo, you actually got to meet this dude. Like, y'all are like literally the same person. And me and Stevie to this day, we like, we would be like, if we hear that, we like, mm, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I know I'm nice. Like, Stevie, like, I know I'm nice. Like, he not me. He not me. We linked and did a session together. Me and Stevie are the same person. Really? Like, we locked in, like, instantly. And we've been, like, tight ever since that first session. Like, in terms of, like, skill level, like, Like, skill level, like... our sound. Okay. Personality is crazy. Stevie's crazy. Like, <laughs> crazy. Stevie's wild. I can't even say personality. Like, I'm reserved. Stevie's wild. Yeah. So anyway, we we connected on the music. Like our the way we create is a similar flow. Like okay. We flow well together in the creative space. You gotta flow together, or okay. it, it just won't work. Yeah, it won't work. I've been in a lot of situations where it didn't flow, and like it's no bad blood. It's just like we probably won't work that much. And doesn't some people work. that are even talented, it's just, we just have different flows. Okay. You know? So does it if it doesn't flow, it kind of like clashes, like the sounds clash, or like what does that look like? You know, at the end when you hear the song. Oh, after, at, at, when you listen to the finished product. When you listen to it, you be like, hmm. This ain't it. This ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> if okay. you get there, it's not it. Y'all didn't flow. Okay. Y'all didn't flow. Because oh, if you flow, it will never it will never get there. Yeah. Somebody be happy. Okay. You know? But anyway, so yeah, me and Stevie flowed. And um, at the time, Stevie was actually, he could actually get you like some discounted music equipment too. Because he was working at um, Guitar Center. Okay. He worked at the, the Guitar Center right by the airport. Okay. Um, so, um, one day while he was working, um, this guy comes in, um, later we find out it's Yule, which is a wacky manager. So we got Landy, Stevie, Yule. Yule. Okay. Yule comes in Guitar Center and they asking for like Newman U87, TLM, mice, these, all these expensive microphones okay. that they don't carry at Guitar Center. You got to special order this stuff. Yeah. And Stevie's like, yo, like. We don't have that here. Like, <laughs> I can point you in a direction and show you like what we do have and stuff. And he was like, "All right, bet, yo, yeah, put me on." So Stevie provided value to them. He then immediately just started selling that he was a producer and da da da. He was like, yeah. "Yo, let me just help them get what they need, right?" So in that in that same note of like networking and just providing value first, seeing what people need. But anyway, so he was helping them get the studio set up. He was getting them everything they need to set up oh, a home wow. studio. After even after they left Guitar Center, no, there. Oh, there. <laughs> yeah, there. Okay. Like it's all happening. Like they need a studio, so uh, so yeah. Stevie told them everything they need to buy. Okay. And um, so they got everything. They bought it, and um, then they was like, okay, like do you know somebody that could set this up, like and like get it get it ready. Like I don't really, we're not really trying to do all that. Or they know like, either way. And he's like, yeah, like I got an engineer friend, like my boy JG, like he nice. He's like, okay, bet. Tell them to pull up to the crib. Boom. So then Stevie called me like, bro, you're not going to believe this, bro. I was like, what's up? He's like, why can't he need you? I was like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm not even in that, that frame of thing. I was like, who? He's like, what's Cyrus? He's like, uh, he got he set, he, set up, he got it set up at his career. He about to have a writing camp, um, a little writing production camp, different producers pulling up, writers pulling up. Um, they need an engineer. I'm like, oh, say less. I'm, I'm there. there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, we're going to pull up. So pull up, met him, and he's super. He's super cool too. Like okay. super, like um, he he take care of people. Okay. To say the least. Like we in there, he has private chef like cooking for us. Yeah. Like a lot of time, like even sometimes in there just chilling. Him and his friend like playing Madden or uh, whatever. So yeah, it was a good time. It was fun. Okay. But you never know. Like I that came from me deciding at full sale. 
I need to start going to these open mics so I can yeah. find clients. I didn't anticipate that, you know, connecting the dots to, you know, yeah. that situation. But I think a lot of times people don't anticipate, like, how one small connection could lead you to a much larger connection. Yeah. Um, so... I think that's something that like people also just need to think about is just show up for yourself and yeah. like go do like these small things and eventually they take you somewhere far. So yeah, and so. Kia is currently uh, a journalist. What am I? I I am currently a journalist. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like people that study journalism a lot of times don't find themselves in a in a position in their field like coming out. So like, how did, how did you? Work your way to be in Orlando, Florida as a journalist in your field. So honestly, relationships. Like I tell mm -hmm. people all the time. Um, and when I was in college, I was doing internship after internship after internship. I was freelancing. Um, I mean, I literally was just meeting people. And I got very connected in the journalism industry in Atlanta. Um, so I had a couple of mentors that really helped me like hone in on my writing um, and then I joined the National Association of Black Journalists. Mm. And that... Um, Are you official? Yeah, Woo! official. The NABJ. Shout out to y'all because I got my first job because of you guys. Um, and so that, again, is like an organization built on Black people coming together and mentoring each other. Um, and I did a student project with them. So it was like maybe 20 of us from colleges across the United States. And yeah. we all kind of made our own like newsroom. We did different positions. Um, so that was kind of like, sort of like an internship because you're learning how news really works in yeah. the real world. Um, so I formed a lot of relationships with that. Um, and then again, my mentors, I was sending them my resume. Like I remember when I was looking for jobs, I, I, I literally sent like three of my mentors my resume and they yeah. all were just like, take this out, do that, do this, do that. And having that like relationship with them yeah. is important because they're able, like my resume is able to stand out over the person who didn't have anyone look over it, you know? Um, and so oh, just to go back to the NABJ, they have a career fair every, not a career fair, it's actually a, um, it's a convention. Mm -hmm. And at the convention, they have a career fair. And when I tell you, like, every media company that you can think of is there. So you get the opportunity to meet recruiters, news directors, um, directors of a lot of these major companies. So think, like, iHeartMedia, think Fox News, think CNN, um, CBS. A lot of these major players are right. there, and they're looking for diversity. Oh, that's fine. Yes. And so... What I did while I was there is I literally, I think I had maybe like six interviews every day. Wow. Literally every day. I was talking to people. Um, and then, you know, one of the things they taught us was send a follow-up email. Yeah. So after talking with them, I grabbed their email, send them a quick email. Hey, it was nice talking to you, blah, 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 blah. And I'd say something that I know I mentioned to them so then they could match me. With... Right. So you're not just so, another yes. person that they talked to. So they knew who I was. Um, so I got a lot of job opportunities that way. Um, and even like a year later after that, I had a couple people hit me up for a job. Yeah. And they still remembered me, which is crazy, but it tells you like the power yes. of relationships. He is memorable. Yeah, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just going hard in that sense. I really I really was going hard in that like yeah, yeah, senior year of college. I think I did yeah, I did three internships that summer. 
That's wild. Yeah. So and, I, and I was a nanny. Huh? Oh, my goodness. And I was a nanny. And I was, nanny. like, working as a nanny. So I'm teaching this six-year-old how to read and to do his schoolwork. <laughs> and, like, hopping on calls with, like, Atlanta Magazine because we're trying to put together July the July issue. So, and managing two other internships. So it was pretty, it was intense. But, I mean, I'm built for it. Yeah. We're built for it. We're here. That's what you got to do. You got to get out there. Network, find find where the stuff is happening, get there. Be yeah, there. and think about what makes you stand out because you are unique in your own way and get comfortable with that uniqueness and own it, showcase it, sell it. Yep, and then once you get that uniqueness, make sure you learn your pitch. Once you got your pitch, you're ready to go. Exactly, you so, get to go. with that pitch being said, <laughs> this has been the Goals to Grow podcast. Uh, make sure that you... Tap into the website. Go to the website. That's goals to grow. G-O-A-L-S, number two, G-R-O-W-T-H dot com. And you'll be able to subscribe to our newsletter. Um, to make sure you stay up to date when we drop new episodes. You can get this value. Thanks for watching, guys. Tune in next week.